you have suffered the loss of a child, you will know that the pain, emptiness, and longing changes you. This is Viloma, hosted by Jean van den Berg. Jean is a social worker in private practice and life coach specializing in trauma and bereavement counseling. And through this series, she hopes to let parents who have lost a child know that they are not alone. Good morning, John. How are you today? Good morning, Kathleen. I'm very well, thank you, and I'm very pleased to speak to you again this morning. Yes, it's lovely to hear your voice today. So, John, today we're going to talk about the things that you have learned since your child died. Now, for those of you that are listening that haven't listened to any of our previous episodes, John's daughter, Blader, passed away in a vehicle accident in 2007. And Jean has this podcast to share her journey, what she's learned, and to give advice to parents who have gone through this and what to expect and how to deal with the grief on this road that they are on. So, Jean, can you tell me what are the 10 things that you have learned since Blader passed away? Thank you, Kathleen. Yes, uh, the journey that we have walked wor- all these years um, is an ongoing journey. And I think if we really want to go to how what we have learned through this, uh, it will take hours and hours. But I have pointed a few and I'm going to work on 10 of the lessons that I've learned. The experience has changed and will change anyone that goes through a loss of a child. Uh, but it is also not just negative, and I, I will try to, to bring this out. So the first one is, at first, you want and you wish to die as well. Kathleen, I never understood how a person feels who commits suicide. But after my daughter's death, I wished and longed to die. During the first months, I just wanted to get out of this world. I could not imagine that I would be able to survive her loss. A deep black hole swallowed me and nothing that anyone said or do help. So you need to sit in the dark place and endure the pain and the agony as it is part of the process. Being in the pitch black tunnel feels like eternity. That is where I was. I wanted to to die. However, crawling through every minute, hour, day means you are crawling toward the end of the tunnel where light starts to come in. The time frame is for how long it takes for you. But eventually it comes through. So I learned that I wanted to die, but you don't die. You work and you crawl through it. The second thing that I learned is that you will never forget your child. At the beginning, I was obsessed with the thought that nobody must forget her. I was afraid that I will forget her face, her voice and her presence. 
and through the numb periods, I would wonder how I could keep her alive in my life. Every day of all the years that she has left this earth, not a day has passed without me thinking of her and remembering her in so many ways. I remember that a good friend of my husband who lost his son through suicide many years ago. The son was a qualified medical doctor and the shock was unbearable to his dad. My husband asked him years after the tragedy if he still thinks about his son. And his answer was, 20 times a day, each day. And that is what it is. You will never forget your child. The thought is in your mind, your being, your life, all the time. The third thing that I've learned is love never dies. The love never dies, and although I have learned so much about love being a mother, I have learned more about love being a bereaved mother. The bond and the closeness that we shared while we were together just changed to another type of closeness thereafter. We grieve so deep because we loved so much. I have learned this saying, when we lose someone we love, we must learn not to live without them, but to live with the love they left behind. So love never dies, Kathleen. The fourth one is when you die, you take nothing with. Walking into my daughter's apartment after she left this earth, it was devastating to notice that everything that she owned and cherished was still there. Everything. Her favorite jewelry, her fish in the fish tank, her clothes, her artwork, her life. You take nothing with when you die. All that you leave is your legacy. Material things have no value for eternity. I have kept all her belongings and over the years I had to let go of most. But still, although I have the sentimental value because it belonged to her, it does not have any value to her anymore. This has brought a different perspective to the obsession of material things that people have. The fifth one that I have learned is when you die, people remember how you made them feel. It was so good for us to hear the testimonies of the people around my daughter. They told us all the special things that she said, that she did, and how kind and loving and caring she was. Nobody talked about her possessions. They talked about her talents and how she made them feel. That is what you leave behind. Your care and your kindness stays. Your willingness to walk the extra mile with a person in need. That will be your legacy. Unfortunately, some people leave this earth with a bitter taste in the mouth for their family, employees or co-workers. So when you die, just always know 
What is it that I leave behind? The sixth one is you will always be the mother until you die. How many children do you have? A question that brings a lot of uncertainty to newly bereaved parents. I am the mother of four children. The daughter who died is part of the four. I will always be her mother and she will always be my child until I die. When I talk with parents who have difficulty in answering the question, I help them to get comfortable with how they can answer so they don't have to explain too much if they are still very vulnerable. Even if your child died, your child existed and will always live within you. The seventh one is what mattered before is insignificant now. Your outlook and perspective on life changed. This is very, very important to know that the grieving path changes you. It cannot be the same. You are not the same. Your family is not the same. Priorities changes. Perspective on life and how everything can change in an instant becomes a reality. Within a moment, a phone call, a message, and nothing will be the same ever again. We can choose to make the best of every moment and let the experience bring the best in us to the front. The eighth one is you are now forever part of a large group of people that you never imagined. There is this club you never choose to join. But when you have to, you will meet the most caring, loving and understanding group of people. It is as if you just belong. No judgment, no questions, no teaching, just acceptance. When you hear or read of a child who died, you instantly feel compassion and care for the unknown or known person. It changes you, but it also brings out the care for others because you know, because you have experienced. The ninth one is because you have experienced the most unspeakable sorrow, you can recognize and appreciate the most beautiful moments thereafter. Kathleen, you know, although I will grieve the death of my daughter forever, it does not mean that my life is now empty and unfulfilling. I can be happy again and I can enjoy again. It took me years to allow myself to experience joy without feeling guilty. I've noticed that I can now enjoy more deeply as I've lost so much. I can appreciate more deeply as I've learned the deepest sorrow. The special moments are now priceless, as I know it will not be forever. Appreciate the laughter and joy of being a grandparent has so much more meaning for me. And the last one, to get to the 10 points that I want to talk about, is living in the now, because that is all I am certain of. Coming out of the deepest darkness, sorrow, sadness and despair has taught me that now is the most important moment. 
appreciation of the moment becomes an experience. Tomorrow is just far away and not guaranteed. Bring being in the garden and appreciate the birds and the roses brings a peace and joy for now. Being mindful is a new experience and so valuable. Holding the precious memories in my heart is part of the now. There is certainly many more points that I can make, but this 10 is for me the crux of it all. You are allowed to live again. You are allowed to love again. You are allowed to enjoy again. Growth through loss is so deep and purposeful. I encourage all of the listeners to journal every day and find the treasures that you have discovered in your loss. Kathleen, I have stumbled upon a little poem or somebody that a parent wrote. It's unknown, so I cannot give credit to whoever, but it was for me very significant. When I die, give what's left of me away to children and old men that wait to die. And if you need to cry, cry for your brother walking the street beside you. And when you need me, put your arms around anyone and give them what you need to give me. I want to leave you something, something better than words or sounds. Look for me in the people I've known or loved. And if you cannot give me away, at least let me live in your eyes and not in your mind. You can love me best by letting hands touch hands and by letting go of children that need to be free. Love doesn't die. People do. So when all of that's left of me is love, give me away. That is my message for today, Kathleen. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful poem. Thank you very much, Sean. I appreciate sharing your thoughts with us and the things that you have learned. I think that our listeners can definitely take away some of these thoughts and make it part of their own journey. Thank you, Kathleen. And if anybody needs to be in contact with me, you can send me an email, info at guidance2grow.co.za. And I will be in touch. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Viloma. Visit www.guidancetogrow.co.za to find out more about Jean van den Berg, social worker in private practice and life coach specializing in trauma and bereavement counseling. If you have lost a child and would like to connect with Jean, please email info at guidancetogrow.co.za and follow Guidance to Grow SA on Facebook.